Good morning. Good morning. The Reverend Beth Rodenhaus writes, I was driving home last week and was awestruck by a winter sunset. My breath hitched and I gasped, wow, as my eyes traced the purple, orange, and pink clouds swirling in an intricate dance. For a few minutes, my mind quieted from review of the day, plans for dinner, and the latest divisive and adversarial talk coming from Washington, D.C. Instead, I breathed in beauty. And time stopped. I just experienced the spirituality of wonder. Wonder, those moments in life that take us by surprise, captivate, amaze, and astonish. These experiences of wonder ignite all of the senses and usher in a complex of feelings and emotions. Frederick and Marianne Broussat write, wonder begins in the senses, comes alive in the imagination, and flourishes in adoration of the divine. It arises from our natural curiosity about the grand adventure of life. It increases our capacity to be a bold inner space tripper and an avid explorer of the physical world. Wonder. Those moments in which something unexpected and unanticipated happens. We may expect the sun to rise and set daily, though we haven't seen it very often lately. <laughs> there are days, though, when the experience simply takes hold of us and we experience wonder. Anne Lamott describes, wonder takes our breath away and makes room for a new breath. That's why they call it breathtaking. Wonder, something in which children seem to be experts. Everything is brand new for them and intriguing. So many things to explore, to try, to learn. Over time, those new things become commonplace things. New experiences become fewer. Things that used to baffle are now understood. With age, moments of wonder being taken by surprise could become fewer. Wonder, to ponder, to feel doubt and curiosity, to wait with uncertain expectation. I wonder how this situation will develop. I wonder how this experience will change me. I wonder what might nourish the soul in this moment. These questions aren't answered in the dichotomous yes, no, either, or. These are questions to ponder, questions without right answers, questions with which open possibility. Wonder may be cultivated and grown. It is not only something that happens to us, but something that we can take an active role in producing, and something we will practice today. Rather than talking about wonder, 
will engage with wonder together. For Dr. Donna Markova, wonder is how we open the hand of thought. It can lift our minds out of the mud of rational resignation and open them into wild relational cartwheels of insight. Wonder is the place where prejudices fall away and our capacity to notice life increases. You've known how to do this since you were a child. Markova offers us a short practice for opening to wonder. If you feel so moved, please practice with me. I invite you to fold your hands together the way you did when you were taught to pay attention as a child. Bring your attention to your hands and notice how you folded them, which thumb is folded across the other. Is it your right thumb over your left or your left over your right? And now, Unfold and open your hands. And then refold your hands in the opposite non-habitual way. So if your right thumb was on top before, place your left thumb on top and so forth. Unfold and refold your hands back and forth between the habitual and the non-habitual ways. As you do this, ask yourself, which way feels the most awkward? Which way feels most secure? Which way feels most alive? Marco Markova noticed that when folded in the non-habitual way, she felt both awkward and more alive. A major lesson she took from this was that in order to feel more alive, I need to allow myself to feel a little awkward. Even more important, she says, was that I noticed the uncertainty that exists after unfolding my hands and letting go of the comfort of habit before refolding them into new possibility. That is the place where wonder can grow. Simple exercises like that help us to open to the experiences of the everyday in a new way, to question and ponder the ordinary into the extraordinary, to wonder, as Jean Kirby explores in her poem, I Wonder. I wonder why the grass is green and why the wind is never seen. Who taught the birds to build a nest and told the trees to take a rest? Oh, when the moon is not quite round, where can the missing bit be found? Who lights the stars when they blow out and makes the lightning flash about? Who paints the rainbow in the sky and hangs the fluffy clouds so high? Why is it now, do you suppose, that dad won't tell me if he knows? Perhaps as a child, your parents were a wonder to you. They may still be. I remember a Lifesavers candy commercial from 1989 in which the sun was setting while a father and young daughter sat on the hill 
beneath, beneath a tree. As the sun disappeared on the horizon, the dad said softly, going, going, gone. To which the child whispered, do it again, daddy. <laughs> I like to wonder about people, like at the airport, wondering about the lives of those who are traveling. Are they traveling for work, for pleasure, or something else? Are they going somewhere? Maybe they're returning from somewhere. Who's waiting for them? What emotions are they feeling as they travel? In this poem by Amy Ludwig van de Water, she wonders about another common everyday experience. Entitled, I Like to Wonder. I like to wonder about other people, and I like to wonder about what other people wonder about. At the grocery store, I look at other people's food and I wonder, are you having a party? Is someone sick at your home? How do you drink so much milk? <laughs> I wonder if those people wonder about the food in my cart. Maybe yes, maybe no. If no, what do they wonder? Yesterday, I talked with a welder who said, I wonder about how they make the machines that make the machines. I never wondered about that before, but now I do. His wonder was a spoken key to a room full of possible wonders for me. December is a complicated month for many of us. What I like about the season is that it seems that people are more open to wonder and magic during this month than at other times of the year. People get caught up in and even ex um, caught up in even encourage the experience and promotion of wonder. I put up a Christmas village every year that I call Michelleville. <laughs> I, I ponder who lives in the village, what happens doesn't happen there. And I wonder, how is it possible for one town to have so many churches with no conflict? <laughs> <laughs> for our last exercise, I'd invite you to create six groups. <clears throat> you don't necessarily have to move. Todd's going to help me. Um, organize you into six, I only have six pictures, that's why we have six groups. Um, so I'm hoping that we can just shift in our chairs and we don't have to actually move. Um, just so that you can see and hear each other. And for those listening to this recording, just pick an image from your home or from the internet. So first, as you look at the image, Simply notice what is actually there in the image. Silently note to yourself what you see without any judgment. Try not to make any assumptions. Just note to yourself what is in the picture. What colors are present? Next, notice what textures appear to be in the picture. What about the temperature, the weather? 
What smells do you associate with the image? Now notice how the picture makes you feel. Does the picture provoke an emotion in you? How do you relate to the image? Is there an association you can make between the image and your own life? I invite you now to silently tell yourself a story about the image. What is happening in the picture? Where does the story occur? What is the outcome of the story? Is there a moral to your story? How does the story affect the lives of others? of you, of the world. We'll pause here for a moment while you tell yourself the story of the picture. Now that you've told yourself a story, I'll invite you to share your story with others in your small group. And please keep your sharing brief, no more than two minutes for each person. Share as little of your story or as much, whatever feels appropriate to you, and we'll come back together in about 10 minutes. For those online, see how many times you can, t how many different stories you can tell. Thank you all. I know that many of you are curious. These images came from the multi-faith calendars um, from over the years. And if you're interested, I wrote who the artist was on the opposite side for each of those, that if you wanted to, to look at their work. What did you notice in your, uh, about your experiences with this exercise? Very different perspective. Came up with a, a story from a completely different point of view. Yeah, yeah. The stories were much more reflections of ourselves than what was actually being. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Thank you. It, um, it's just one way to help remind us that there isn't just one story ever. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time this morning to play and engage with wonder. Practicing wonder helps us to stay open to the world, open to possibilities, open to new ideas. Facing the world with wonder keeps us humble. Rather than believing that there is one right answer, that we know what is happening or what should happen, we engage wonder. May your days be filled with wonder. Thank you.